Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is going to be a short little show um, because I'm on holiday at the moment with my family or vacation, as you American listeners will call it, or vacay, as I think I heard Mike Gutterman refer it to. Mike, come on, seriously. There's an unfair international stereotype that Americans are lazy. Now, I don't agree with this, but shortening an already short word doesn't help your cause. Anyway, enough said on that. So, I'm on holiday at the moment, and I've obviously brought lots of cameras with me, and I thought I'd just have a little talk you through uh, the cameras and film and some of the bits and pieces that I brought with me. Now, Mike, you had a little, a little talk on your show, Negative Positives Film Photography Podcast, uh, about what you took on your trip to Florida, and well, I thought I'd basically rip off your idea. So I'm going to have a little chat, talk you through what's in my bag, and hopefully you'll find it interesting. So what have we got? So my bag, I'm not going to talk about my bag too much, but just so you know, it's a Tamarack Expedition 7X. I'm not terribly interested in camera bags. Um, I'm not Aid from Sony 16. Sorry, Aid. But um, yeah, that's what we've got. It's a nice bag, it's fairly hefty, it's a seven model, so whether that refers to seven liters, I don't know, but it's nice and big, allows me to attach a tripod on the front, plenty of exterior pockets and stuff to attach things to. But we're gonna talk about what's actually in it. So in here, we have got, so bearing in mind, I'm on holiday from the Monday to the Monday. This is what I brought with me. So cameras, what have we got? As you know, I like my pinhole photography. So the first one we've got here is Mr. Andrew Bartram's Reality So Subtle 6x6F. What a camera. Now, listeners to the Lensless podcast will know that <clears throat> uh, quite a while back now, Andrew was kind enough to loan me his 6x6F and also his um, uh, Zero 2006 6x6 and he's since had his zero back but i've just kind of hung on to this reality i've since bought my own one from james and it should be hopefully winging its way to me andrew i know you need this back fairly soon i haven't forgotten it i'm not even sure if you're listening to this to be honest but you'll have it back i promise you i will post it back to you on tuesday you'll have it back in the next few days after that so that's that first one already shot a roll of delta 100 through that that's been pretty cool so far what do we got next? <clears throat> Pinhole again. I brought my faithful Zenit TTL SLR. Converted to pinhole, obviously, with a body cap. I talked about this with Corey again on the Lenses podcast a few few weeks back, maybe a month back. No lens. Didn't bring a lens for it, so it's just it's pinhole only. I haven't used that one yet. What else have we got in here? Ah, yes. If you've followed my Instagram, Neil underscore Piper, for those of you who don't, you'll see on there a while back uh, a very nice wooden 6.9 120 camera that my father-in-law made for me last year. Shout out to Patrick Elder. Patrick Elder Sculptor, Sculpture, sorry, on Instagram, if you want to give him a look up. 
<clears throat> fantastic artist and apparently pretty damn good at making cameras as well so that's a 6x9 roll film camera looks quite a lot like a like an undo to be honest shoot 6x9 6x6 designed by me built by Patrick so that's we got what we got in there haven't shot anything through that one yet next one just for this for this section that's all with a pinhole for now what have we got in here ah Olympus Pen EF underrated camera in my opinion it's the I think it's the most basic model <clears throat> the EF it's a uh, basically just a, a point and shoot half frame camera only options it's got on it is how to is to select your ISO 25 50 80 100 125 160 200 250 320 400 so quite a few options down the bottom end only up to 400 but that's fine for me <clears throat> it's got um roll of fuji in that i believe at the moment um 36 exposures suits 72 because it's half frame about halfway through the roll on that been using that to take some well hopefully it'll be nice landscape uh triptychs with my tripod so that's the end for this segment we'll be back just shortly okay so next up what have we got in the bag the old faithful canon ae1 program for when you need an slr and you need a decent slr i say that took a few shots on it yesterday and uh either the battery has now run flat in it or it's just decided that it doesn't want to work anymore so a bit disappointed about that absolutely no life in that so that was the kind of dead weight bringing that down but anyway I'll have a little look at that later. It's got a roll of FP4 in it that I was shooting at 400. 50mm 1.8, standard Canon lens. Guess there's nothing really more to say about that because it's not working. So thanks for that, Canon. Purposely didn't bring my OM1 because although I would have much preferred that, that's not working very well at the moment either. So never mind. Moving on. What else have we got in the way of cameras in here? Ah, oh, yes. What did I find in my fridge when I was looking for film? I found a disposable camera. Never been used. Bought it at a boot sale for about 20p. God knows whether it's any good or not. Still works. I have fired, fired one shot of it on it just to make sure that it worked. Flash works. 25 shots remaining. Not sure, you, sure, not sure what we'll use that for, but I thought holiday, holiday camera. That'll work nicely. Not really any, it's not a branded one. It's called a, what, a Pro Image flash camera. So it's probably cheap when it was new. Next one. Ah, oh, yes. Use this one today. I've shot almost a whole roll of a Kodak for it. Kodak film that came through with my first analog Wonderland order. So thanks for that, guys. Olympus Stylus Epic, as this one is called. Olympus Mu 2 for us Europeans. This one is the Stylus Epic. All-weather multi-autofocus jolly. This is an incredible camera. It's modeled with the quartz date setting on it. I haven't bothered, haven't bothered setting that up. Well, I've set it up, but don't bother having it imprint my pictures because very sort of 1990s, very APS. So that's fine. I've shot almost a roll through that. Took that out on a boat trip this morning and it got suitably splashed. Working absolutely fine. There you go. 
Any more cameras in here? Oh yeah, just the one. Another point and shoot, Nikon AF3. Nice little camera that. That's loaded with a roll of Poundland's finest, the Agfur Vista 200. Haven't used it yet, and uh, probably won't use that. I brought this camera solely for the purpose of one photographic product uh, project, sorry, that I've got going on at the moment, um, which is still in its infancy, and I'm not, I'm not going to talk to you about that just yet. That particular project, that'll save that for a, for another day. I think that's uh, every camera I brought. Just having a look through the bag. I think that is. So what have we got? Reality, pen, Canon. Olympus Mew, Nikon, Disposable, and the Zenit Pinhole. So what's that? One, two, three, four. Oh yeah, five with a wooden undo knockoff. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight cameras. Plus a few assorted digitals for the children. I didn't bring any digitals. Why would I do that? I have my phone. Don't need digital camera. Alright, so that's all that's all the cameras that I brought. So stay tuned, just going to go to a little break and then we'll talk about everything else that's in the bag. Okay guys and welcome back. So now I'm just going to tell you the, the, the choices of film that I decided to bring with me. So what have we got? Just haul them all out of the bag here. A couple of rolls, 35mm Fujifilm Superior 400, expired in 2012, should be good. Got one of them in the, in the pen as we speak. Um, roller Superior 200 a couple of ones that I've rolled myself and found in the fridge a couple of rolls of FP4 one of unknown length I've written on there so that should be should be interesting and another roll of FP4 I do like my FP4 uh, <clears throat> excuse me uh, what else have we got in here a roll of <laughs> another roll of half length FP4 and a roll of Codalif. Anyone ever shot Codalif before? Let me know. It's a cool film. I'm not entirely sure what its heritage is, but I shot a roll of it on the beach the other week. Uh, Stan developed it in Rodnall. And very, very contrasty film. I think it's some sort of old copy film of some description. Really cool. Not sure what I'm going to use that for, if I'll use it, but beach day maybe. Um, ultra low. ISO, I think from memory that's ISO 12, that film. Yeah, 12 ASA. That one. Keep that for when it's nice and sunny. Other end of the scale, good old Delta 3200. Might pinhole that yet, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that. Save it to the evening maybe. And then back to the other end of the scale, a roll of 50 ISO Film Washi S sound recording film. Bought this a while back. I bought this actually um, during when I was buying for Sarah my secret my Amoxive Secret Santa last year um, I dropped in a roll of S for her I think a roll of something else for her and I bought the same for me just to give it a go so that's still my one I haven't got around to shooting yet so that's Film Washi S 50 ISO I think that's all the 35mm that I brought unless you include whatever's in that Pro Image um, disposable jobby oh no another roll of FP4 do like the FP4, as we say. Uh, 120 for my um, 6x9 pinhole and Andrew's 6x6F for my last two rolls of Acros. 
not sure if we'll use them yet. Uh, half a brick of Delta 100, half a brick of FP4. Roller Pan F50. Ooh, a couple more loose rolls of Delta there. And I don't really do color pinhole very much, but I have got a couple of rolls. A couple of rolls of uh, Kodak Pro Gold 400, the GPY 120. 1998 vintage <clears throat> and a roll of EPP 120 Kodak again. So that's what we got for that. A roll of RPX 25, roll the RPX 25. Uh, that that was very kindly sent over from again the guys at Analog Wonderland um, as a replacement for a roll of Acros that was that arrived and it was not up to spec. Contacted the guys there and they were immediately fantastic. Like yep we run out of Acros, sorry, but choose your pick, any other roll of 120 in the shop, you can have it on the house. So I picked that, we'll look forward to shooting that at some point. And what else have we got? Roll of SFX, don't know why, I even don't even remember picking that one up, I thought it was probably a roll of FP4 when I picked it up, but hey ho, we'll give that a shot as well. So I'm pretty sure that's all the film, that's what we got there. Half a brick of that, half a brick of that, 10, about 20 rolls of 120. Half a dozen or so rolls of 35mm, I think that'll do nicely. Just going to go for a quick break, and then we'll come back. So, and just to round it off, just the uh, few odds and sods that i got in my bag, just in case. So, got in here, uh, mainly for use with the Zenit TTL pinhole conversion. A couple of cable releases of varying lengths, never have enough of them. One of those things where you can never find it and then you find several. So I was looking for one the other day when I was packing. Came across three. So threw them all in the bag. They have a tendency to break them, so brought a couple just in case. And uh, next zip up, what have we got? The Ilford film leader retriever. I figured just in case I put a roll in and something goes wrong <clears throat> and it sucks it back into the camera, I've got my leader retriever just to pull it out and means the film's not useless. Um, little Manfrotto mini tripod, you know, the little tabletop ones. It's always good and useful. And I've got my little gorilla pod in here as well. It's a little, um, the small one, I forget what they call that size one, but you know, the little tiny one. About the same size as the tabletop Manfrotto one. Talking of Manfrotto, we have my full size tripod, which is the 055. Um, that's right here, and that's coupled up with a 498RC ball head. Used that a few times already with the trip uh, to make a few little triptychs. And the head very nicely um, unscrews off, and I use that in conjunction with a couple of adapters. And again, Manfrotto uh, like studio clamps. Um, and I clamp them onto various things to make my, I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram, some of the... Uh, the pinhole work where there's stuff moving, a little time-based project that I've got going on at the moment. Sharpie pen, so writing on stuff. So yeah, simply for sharp writing on stuff, whatever I need. Um, a couple of adapters, a couple of Solograph cameras made from 35mm film cartridges. Solograph camera, if you're not aware, is normally it's a uh, it's made homemade out of a like a beer can piece of photographic paper in there all sealed up and it's a long-term um, exposure made with a pinhole. Uh, shout out to Sam at Solarcan. He makes them and mass produces them now which is an awesome thing. 
he's very kindly sent me one as a as a secret Santa last year which sorry Sam haven't got around to putting it up yet I will do that I promise but there's a couple of homemade ones there got one looking at the place that I'm staying at the moment uh, zip tied on subtly to a little little post bag of zip ties and a pen knife to attach them as and when I need to and disconnect them when I need to as well is that everything we've got in here I believe it might be you know so lots of film lots of cameras clamps tripods that's what I bring with me oh yeah I almost forgot this my dark bag my changing bag now I absolutely despise changing bags with regards to loading film to develop it absolutely hate them little horrible sweaty bags of hell cannot stand them but i understand when you're out and about like this if i stuff something up if my camera goes wrong if i snap a film off in a camera how are you going to get it out you change your bag it's got to be a change your bag don't carry a full dark room around with me as much as i'd like to and I have tried it, believe me, no matter how late at night you try and do it in the dark, there's always light and you'll always fog your film. So changing bag, big old one there that when I did use it before I had a dark room, you could fit a full um, Patterson tank and everything else in there with it. And I think that that is genuine, genuinely it. I'm just rooting through here. A couple of books. I always like to bring photography books. Sorry, but I am studying a master's degree in uh, photography so they're not very exciting books actually i find them very exciting books but you guys possibly aren't <clears throat> depends how into the theory of photography you are so we've got camera lucida by roland baths very famous very good book and why art photography by the fantastic lucy Souter. i'd love it if lucy Souter heard this podcast that'd be absolutely brilliant <clears throat> okay and pretty sure there's one of one in here Slot it out. And of course it is. Couldn't be anything else. Pinhole photography from historic technique to digital application by Eric Renner. Thanks, Eric. Fantastic book, as I talked about before on uh, Corey and Andrew's podcast, The Lenses Podcast. Oh, and one more. Forgot about that one. Rhythm analysis. Again, very uh, fine art, very masters. Rhythm analysis, space, time, and everyday life by Henri Livre. I think that's pronounced very hard going book and i'm trying to get for it but hey, you choose to study a master's degree you have to read some crap basically so there we go hope you've enjoyed this little short podcast it wasn't actually as short as i thought it was going to be in the end i thought family are out off entertaining the uh, two eldest kids and some friends and uh baby piper is tucked up asleep I just do a little five minute walk through my bag and I'm pretty sure that was uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot more than five minutes but I hope you've enjoyed it Mike, I hope that compares somewhat to uh, your camera stuff that you took to Florida with you anyway as I say, I'm on holiday so I'm going to crack open another cider wait for the family to come back and then enjoy some more holiday fun thanks guys, I'm going to put this one out tonight um hopefully as long as i can find some mobile signal and i'll have another one out for you fairly soon i have pre-recorded another one uh, another little camera review i pre-recorded before i came on holiday with the intention of releasing it while i was here so i'll put that one out at some time in the next few days 
thanks all for the feedback. I've had some good feedback through the uh, negative positives uh, film photography podcast Facebook group. Jesus, Mike, you need to change the title of that. That's such a such a tongue twister. I can't even say that. No wonder you and Andre have problems with it. But that Facebook page about that podcast, great podcast, great Facebook page. I put on there the other day that I'd been secretly recording this and it was time that some people listened to it. I've had some great feedback. I am aware, guys, of the audio problems that plagued the first couple of issue, uh, issues episodes. Pretty sure that's down to me uh, not being confident, talking to myself and my phone and kind of talking quite quietly. Um, it brought up the transition volume between like me talking and the little sort of interludes between breaks. John Gregory, thanks for bringing that up. Hopefully me just talking a bit louder, being a little bit more confident in, in myself will we'll rectify that. We shall see. Let me know your thoughts. As always, you can drop me an email, uh, sootandwhitewash at gmail.com. You can see my photography on Instagram at neil underscore piper. That's N-E-I-L underscore P-I-P-E-R. neilpiper.com is my, <coughs> excuse me, losing my voice now. neilpiper.com is my website. You can see a more select um, crop of my work there. It's sort of bigger than you can on your phone screen. Obviously, if you choose to look at it on a laptop, if you look at it on a phone screen, it's going to be about the same size as Instagram. But anyway, drop me an email if you like. Um, send me a voice message through Anchor. If you listen through Anchor or have the Anchor app, choose to do that. It'd be great to hear that there are some people listening. Okay. Till next time, guys. I shall speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you.